1: Live.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Elisa Ward from Flowers for Anaphylaxis, the founder of Love Remembers Day. We will be honoring the legacy this year of people who have lost relatives to um, or of, of people who have lost their lives to food allergy disease. But what we're going to be doing today um, is more of a, of a celebratory awareness type of an event where we're going to be talking to children who have real-life food allergies, who live with the disease, who have had the journey. They've been successful in living with it. They've got siblings that help to support them. They have other family members that help to support them. And today, my host is going to be joining me here to moderate today's podcast. Is going to be uh, Cyrus Morcetti, and he's from Nevada. And I want to welcome you to the show today, Cyrus. Thanks for agreeing to come in and moderate this call. Oh,
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I want to thank everyone else who's here and joining in as we participate. So well, without further ado, I'd like to just jump right into questions.
2: All right, so just go for it.
3: All right. This first question is very general and it's going to be directed at Skylar first. And it is what food are you allergic to? Um, eggs,
1: peanuts, peanuts, fish, shellfish, fresh parsley, um, mushrooms, wheat, and
3: milk. All right. Pretty warm list. All right, and then we'll just keep going down. So if anyone wants to just jump right in and say what they're allergic to, this is just going to be kind of a little warm-up question.
2: How about Samuel Miller? How about you let us know what you're allergic to? Uh,
1: I am actually (coughs) only allergic to eggs.
0: All right.
3: And then, Superman, what are you allergic to?
0: I'm allergic to peanuts, wheat, and shellfish.
3: All right. Walter, Mitty.
4: I'm allergic to peanuts, nuts, beans, and um, assorted dyes.
3: All right. And then, Snapdragon, what are you allergic to?
4: Um, I'm allergic to peanuts, milk, eggs, sesame seeds,
2: sunflower seeds, Shrimp, um, dog saliva, cat saliva, and salmon.
3: All right. Well, that's a good start. Now jumping into the first real question, and hopefully no parents um, will get too offended. But <laughs> do your parents ever make you feel embarrassed about your food allergies? For example, like yelling at you, like that you forgot your epipens. Or don't forget to ask about what foods you can and can't have. And that can be directed at uh Snapdragon first.
4: Um, no, not really.
3: All right. Awesome. Anyone else ever had that experience? Because I know I have uh, I definitely.
1: <laughs> um, my okay, so my sister has food allergies and one time, um, I was at a like a parent teacher kind of school thing. And my teacher was talking about how like um, like kind of was going against the policy for food allergies and was like playing to both sides, and my mom kept rolling her eyes, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, mom, you cannot do that. You have to just keep going." I was just like and she was like, I was like, "Mom, stop rolling your eyes. I like this teacher a lot, please do not keep doing that this." Just let it roll off your back. So I was, like, having to coach her, like, during
3: the thing. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling exactly. If only you knew my mom.
1: <laughs> anyone
3: else? <laughs> has anyone else had that experience or have a story to share?
1: Um, some, Sometimes when, like, I go – oh, this is kind sometimes when I go places or, like, anywhere, like, sometimes I don't want to take my EpiPen – because all my friends don't have, like, them. So now I'm like,
2: you have to take it with you.
3: Yeah, I know that feeling. Sometimes it can be a little awkward carrying around EpiPens and stuff when no one else has them. That was a big thing for me for a while, actually. Like, I used to carry around a backpack, and recently now I just, like, use pockets and other stuff. But that was a big, like, getting over the hump. So anyone else? Any experiences to share? Um. Yeah.
4: Yes. Oh, oh, you, you go can now. go. You can uh, go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I have to wear my EpiPen at all times as well, and it gets really uncomfortable at times, especially during, like, um, PE class, because um, my parents insist that I wear it even then, so that makes me feel uncomfortable on occasion.
3: Yeah, that's no fun. <clears throat> I know that feeling. And then there was a, one other story.
0: Um, sometimes when I go on airplanes, my mom she will go crazy and she'll like clean everything because she's just like worried about, I don't know, like me with peanuts and everything, like on Southwest Airlines because they they're, they're the only airline that still serves peanuts and she'll clean everything and it's so embarrassing because she's like the only person on the airplane who has a bottle of like wipes with her wipes with her and she's like wiping down everything and I don't know.
4: My mom does that, too. Same here. Yeah, my
3: mom is pretty crazy about that. (laughs) One pack of wipes is never enough.
4: Yeah, this (laughs)
1: is... Put the scarf on the seat and, like, make sure that, like, nothing touches the seat or anything, like, so that my sister won't have to worry about, like, food or... And she wipes down the trays and everything.
3: Hmm. And for my mom, it's, it's not just enough to wipe down, like, my seat or my tray and stuff. She works down the whole aisle. She gets the aisle. She gets the chair. She gets the chairs in front of us. It's it's a whole fiasco.
5: This is Xavier. <laughs> um, I, was, I went to a summer camp with my um sister a little while ago, and sometimes occasionally they had like some nut some nut or fish products that um she couldn't have, and so she didn't necessarily have to go out of the room sometimes. So I made sure she like take that at a completely different table, and every time. Um. somebody had something I made sure one of the little kids went to wash their hands and then I like cleaned the counters the soap dispenser and like the entire table and the chairs and then I like swept up the floor just to make sure there was nothing there yeah
1: at parties sometimes we have to like when there's lots of food around we have to like make sure that like so my sister can like play with kids without having to worry about like, them having to touch something. We have to have them, like, wipe their hands. So, yeah. Once I was going to summer camp, and uh, my brother, he also has food allergies, and he carries a fanny pack with EpiPen and AlvyQ, and he forgot it, and we had to turn all the way around and go back, and I... I think I fell asleep in the car.
3: <laughs> Funny story. All right, so I've got another question. So this is for, um, mostly, actually, this is for anyone who has reality. So let's strike this one to Superman again. Um, do you ever feel excluded at events? Like when you go to, like, a party or something and all the kids are having cake And you can't have it, and you're kind of just sitting there. And you're either you either brought your own thing, or you don't have anything.
1: Um, yes, because is this Skylar again? Yes, because everybody else has cake or um, ice cream, and I can't have it. So I kind of feel sad, and I try not to think about myself because, like, if it's somebody's birthday or anything, I feel bad. But yes, Mm -hmm. well. This uh, actually happened to me a lot during uh, parties at school, but I also liked that uh, in, uh, I think, third grade. My teacher, she went, she talked with my mom, and I thought it was really nice because she actually managed to have a party with everything that was safe for me, so I felt really good.
3: That's awesome. It's really good of her. Yeah. Anyone else have experiences?
0: I feel
1: really
3: oh.
0: excluded all the time when I go to parties or something because like there's always like cake that has wheat in it or some like peanut ice cream and they don't have anything that's peanut free or gluten free. And it's just really annoying because I can't have anything.
3: Yeah, I know that feeling. The longest time I was allergic to dairy up until actually this last uh, year or so any baked good was pretty much out. I know that feeling exactly. Um yes.
1: Uh also, um also sometimes when like um, we go somewhere and my mom like does um takes the time to pack me something else, I kind of still feel left out because I'm not having what they're having.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Same here. I go to parties all the time where um they try to be nut-safe and stuff, but um, I can't trust, like, their cooking methods, so I don't get to eat anything there, and it makes me feel rather let down. Same here. Same. Yeah. <clears throat> okay.
3: okay, and then a little bit of, like, a compound question off of that. This is for Xavier and Cinderella. Um, what, what do you think when you, like, see someone being excluded, like one of your siblings or even someone else with food allergies that you know?
1: Well, I feel like that some kids with food allergies, they don't know a lot about how harmful it can be, or if they do know about it, they just don't want to say it, but like because they don't want other people to be like, oh, well, like, you can't have it, well, we can have it anyways. Like, they try to say, like, they try to say it's no big deal, and they try to say, like, it's they're just being way overprotective about it, but it's really not, and they really have to be careful, and it gets me upset because I don't want them to, like, just dismiss it and thinking that it's okay when they could, like, get hurt, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been to a bajillion parties where everybody says, why would popsicles have egg in them, or why would a- why would this or that have egg in it? And I'd say, well, you know, I don't have confirmation with my mom, and uh, I am not willing to take the chance, you know. This and this can happen to me. I can suffocate, possibly die. And they're like, well, you know, I'm pretty sure this doesn't have uh, egg in it. But I'm like, no, dude, I'm not taking the
5: chance.
3: Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's a big problem these days. A lot of people thinking they know when they really don't.
5: Yeah, Yeah. like,
1: um. For me, so. So, one time I was at this birthday party and everyone was eating stuff, like gouging into it, splattering cake all over their faces. And I was just sitting at this table and then someone asked, Well, why aren't you, like, picking out or something? And then I say, well, it might have milk in him, and he says, you're allergic to cake? And then I explained the old ingredient thing, but he still doesn't
4: understand, so he kind of just walks away and goes, okay.
3: Yeah, a lot of people, I think a lot of people really don't understand it, especially people in our parents' generation, like as old as our parents, because um, it wasn't really as prevalent when they were children, so a lot of people choose to think that it just doesn't exist which I think is, it's a problem, but more and more people are getting educated, and I think in the near future, we'll be seeing a lot more food allergy policies and a lot more people trying try to help us out.
1: One time in French class, um, we were, they were gonna make, like, one of the students was gonna make a certain cake, and the, and the principal said it was okay to do, and one kid, like a boy in my class who had food allergies, couldn't eat the cake, and he was, like, excluded, and I felt bad. And he, like, he said, like, they're just being overprotective. I can have the cake, it's no big deal, but, I, but they just don't want me to. But I was, but I was like, he, it is a big deal. Like, I wanted to make sure that they know, like, it's okay, and, like, I felt bad that they were excluded. Yeah, that
3: feeling, that's been, like, a big deal with me, actually, that um, I've gone and talked to people about a lot of food allergy kids, um, they just kind of accept when they're excluded that, like, oh, it's okay, like, I'm fine, because they don't want to draw attention to themselves, when really the big problem is the fact that you're not drawing attention to yourself, because you have to say, hey, I can't have that, like, you can't just exclude me, and a lot of the time, parents will listen to that, and they'll try and figure out, okay, well, what's something that we could do, like, an alternative, like, what if we have Instead of a cake, we have like some fruit, or we have whatever else, or we just don't even uh, do cake.
5: Yeah, I think a lot of um, I think a lot of kids don't really uh, like our age when they have like birthday things and cake things that they like to interact with the class. They don't really think about the people who can't have things. So I think a lot of people choose to be ignorant rather than helpful to you know turn the blind eye because they feel that. Um, that everybody else can have it, it doesn't matter if one person um, doesn't isn't able to do something. As long as everybody else is having a good time, but they don't meet, but they don't like, they're not conscious of it. It's like in their subconscious. Yeah,
3: a lot of people. You're right, right, exactly. Actually, they just choose not to um, think about it because if they don't, if they don't see it, and if they don't think about it, it. Doesn't exist. That was that was really good. All right. Um, this next question is going to be um, for Walter Mitty, and it is, have kids ever teased you about food allergies? Like, jokingly, like, it could just be, oh, like, look at this okay, you can't have it, or look at whatever, you can't eat it.
4: Well, yes, I have been teased some about my food allergies. Um, like, occasionally, maybe somebody will chase me around with a bag of, like, Cheez-Its, say and shout, oh, you can't have these. um, haha, you're allergic to these. Run away, run away. And, it, and that happens occasionally. It, it's really not nice and nor acceptable.
3: Yeah, it's completely unacceptable. And that's one thing that we need to work on and fixing with, like, a lot of uh, just our peers. Like, from my own personal experiences, that happened. Um, these days, not as much, but uh, a few years ago, back in, like, middle school for me, it was like a weekly occurrence, and people—they don't take it seriously. They don't find food allergies to be like a very serious issue.
1: Exactly. Um, um when I was in third—oh no, was it second grade? I don't—I don't really remember. I think it was second grade. This girl, I was sitting on the bus, and then this girl had some peanuts, and um, she was holding them over my head and asking me, "Can you smell it? Can you smell it?" And Actually, recently, um, my friend has some peanuts in her back, and I was like, don't eat those, I'm allergic to them, and then she kept eating them, and she was like, oh, sorry, um, sorry, I can't stop, they're so good. And I was like, can you please stop, and she didn't stop. And in third grade, this kid was like, we're part of the peanut chasers club. Mm. Okay.
5: Yeah, it's rough. A lot of people,
3: they just, I think a lot of people, they're, um, they're ignorant about it. And a lot of them, they're really scared. A lot of the kids, they're scared because they don't know, like, what can happen. So some try to make jokes, especially around my age group at least. Um, a lot of the ones who make jokes like, oh, you can't eat this, or, oh, I'm going to order you, like, something with peanuts in it. A lot of them, it's just they're scared because they don't know how to deal with food allergies and they're just uncomfortable about it because they don't know enough.
0: People at my school, they, um, like, whenever during, like, lunchtime or whatever, they'll ask me, um, are you allergic to this, are you allergic to this, and it's not necessarily rude or anything, but it's just annoying because um, it gets to a point where, yes, I'm allergic to this, yes, I'm allergic to this, and I don't like people asking me because I'm allergic to certain things that I was just diagnosed to, like wheat, for instance, and um, some of the things I miss eating because... Um, they, like, tasted good, I guess, but now I can't have them, and people are always, like, rubbing in my face that I can't have it, and it's, I don't know, I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It is annoying, because, like, you'll, you'll sit there, and, like, it could be, like, a banana, it's like, can you have this? And it's like, yes, and it's like, can you have this, can you have this? Are you allergic to it? Are you sure? Are you sick? If you smell it, is it bad, or if you eat it, is it bad? There's any questions. Yeah, um, people say, like, oh, your sister's allergic to everything. And I'm like, well, no, she's not allergic to everything. She's allergic to things, and she has to be careful about it, but there's a lot of other things that she can have. And it's like like you don't have to say she's allergic to everything because she's not, and she can have a lot of food. But, you, but yeah. I don't like it when people go, oh, yeah, you're allergic to the whole world as if it were a joke. And I don't think it's really funny. Mm-hmm.
3: It's definitely not. And I think every um, child with food allergies has definitely heard they you're allergic to the entire world at least twice in their life. I don't think I've met a single person who hasn't heard it.
1: Yeah, or they'll go, you don't know. What, I mean, I, can, I could not live without peanuts. I mean, they are so delicious. Like, how do you function?
3: Mm-hmm. A lot of people, like, the, the answer I always give them is, well, I've never tried it, so I don't know what I'm missing. And then a lot of the time, they just don't know what to even say to that. To so try that next time. Um, okay, I have a question for um, Cinderella, and it's: Do you know anyone who's ever tried to hide their food allergies because they think it makes them feel like similar to others, like if they don't have food allergies?
1: Yeah, um, a boy thought that he was just like, well, I'm. If they're just overprotective. And he just wanted to, like, act like it didn't matter at all, and he just wanted to dismiss it. Like, so he – and people were like, oh, so it's fine. We don't have to worry about that. But you do have to worry about it, and you can't just do that. That's pretty crazy. Actually, I have – I did that earlier this year in the school year because I didn't like people – Like, asking, like, I didn't like the quest. I don't like questions. I don't like everybody
3: knowing. Mm, I have a feeling. There's actually um, a boy at my school. He's a senior in high school now. And I've known him since we were in probably first or second grade. And I didn't actually know up until this year that he is allergic to shellfish. Just because he has never told anyone Mm -hmm. and he's never said anything about it. And um, this year was also the first year that some of his teachers who were, like, super close to him and actually family friends figured out, too. And so that's kind of crazy that someone would actually hide um, food allergies, like something that can kill them just for the sake of trying to be like other people. So if anyone else has, like, examples or anything, that would be great. If not, I will move on to a new question. All right, moving on then. Um, This one is going to be for Skylar. Have adults ever teased you or made you feel uncomfortable about food allergies? So this is like along the lines of the same question, but just coming from a different perspective. And this could be like an adult actively saying something like teasing you or just kind of like subconsciously saying like, oh, I hope this doesn't have peanuts in it kind of thing.
1: Um, yes, actually, this past summer, this, um, counselor for summer camp,
5: mm-hmm.
1: I said I couldn't have shellfish, I think, and he was like, oh, man, I feel bad for you. Um, seafood is delicious.
3: Mm. A lot of adults, I think, do that kind of thing, and they're just, they're very, so, like, they they don't really understand it as much, because I think to them, it's just, like, not crude humor, but they they just don't really understand what they're doing and how it impacts us. Are there other examples? Or has anyone else felt that? Because I know um, my sister actually a little bit ago uh, was getting pizza with my mom, and one of my classmates' dad was over there, and he was like, oh, what are you guys going to do, go order like a nut pizza? And my sister's allergic to trina, And And um, that made her really uncomfortable. And it, I can definitely say it did not make my mom happy. But um, to say the least, we don't talk to them much. But it's just, it's really uncomfortable. It's really not a kind of thing. And just, it just doesn't feel right.
1: Yeah, okay. some, people, some people, like at school, sometimes they'll say, when they know that my sister's allergic to milk, they'll be like, oh, so... Are you going to give her chocolate milk when you get home? And I'm like, no. I'm, and I say, like, you can, my sister has almost died before. Like, don't say that because you can say whatever you want about me, but don't talk about my sister because you can't do that. She didn't do anything
2: to you. Don't say something like that. Yeah, even in
5: um, our family, sometimes people, kind of, I mean, and they, and they, like, know the gravity of the situation. Like, not exactly what they're saying, but like, how the food allergies affect our daily life, but they, like, make little jokes as if um, what they're saying isn't as hurtful as it could sound if, if they were in the situation.
2: Right. Um, Hold on.
1: Okay. Hold on. Um, so once it was Thanksgiving, right, and people so were coming over to a house, and the person was, like, going, race, make cheese that were supposed to be, quote, unquote, safe for me. So she sent an email to my mom saying, okay, so here are the ingredients for my recipe. Nuts, chocolate, and then maybe we'll throw in just a bit of sesame and sunflower seeds, then put it all together with a nice thick chocolate honey or something like that. It was, like, really neat because it made me feel like, oh, my God, that sounds like a delicious combo. I cannot eat it crud
3: yeah that's not very nice all right i've got actually a very interesting question next for um let's send it over to snapdragon um what do you wish your parents knew about how you feel like do you want them to know like you feel embarrassed when they do such and such thing or you feel uncomfortable when you go to like a party like what do you want them to know how you feel
1: um sometimes when i go places like all right, you have to take your bag, and my friend doesn't have a bag. So I walk around. I can't, I can't go downstairs to the pool um, or if uh, I have my bag. And sometimes mm-hmm. I just cry, and I kind of feel bad because I don't, like, I try not to cry. Hmm.
3: Yeah, it's rough. Anyone else um, have any other feelings that they would want to share with their parents.
0: I wish my mom knew when I ever, like, whenever, I, like, what I said about airplanes earlier, how she literally cleans the whole airplane. I wish she knew that she didn't have to do that because it's embarrassing because everyone's staring at us, and I wish I wish my parents knew that they didn't have to do that, and they just have to wipe a little bit down, and they don't have to wipe the entire airplane.
3: Yeah. And thank thanks for sh- yeah. <laughs> thanks for sharing. I know like some of the things that for the longest time I didn't want my parents to know or anything or I wanted them to know, but never really said was like how uncomfortable it was um at school and stuff when people would say stuff to me, and how it really like it builds up It could be like one small thing doesn't like hurt you at all. But then the more and more people keep saying things like, oh, you can't have these nuts or I'm throw a peanut on you, stuff like that, it really builds up and it makes you feel really sad and fine. it makes you kind of, like, angry, too. It makes you angry, like, why don't these people understand, like, I didn't choose to have food allergies, I just wanted to be normal, stuff like that. I want to, you know, um, I
5: just want to say, even, like, um... I like even without these there's like fifteen million things that your parents ask you about and like do you have this, 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 did you do this before you left the house? Did you do this or whatever? But at the end of the day, I kinda of think about um why the parents do that. They love you they love you so much that they like constantly think about you and think about all the possible situations that could happen and they try to protect you. And even like, and we kind of, we as kids, we take it for advantage. I mean, they 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 gave birth to us. They've nurtured us for our entire lives. Then we, in a way, we kind of turn into jerks while they're just trying to help us live it out. And even though we think it's kind of annoying, and sometimes it is kind of annoying, they still are trying to help us, and they're trying to protect us from the world that could really help us. And they know not everyone in the world as our best interest, that there are other people in the world who don't really care about all the um, things that we care about and value.
3: Great. Yeah, they love us. Good points. All right, if anyone else has any like last minute little sharing uh, moments for this, we are going to go over to a PSA. Carolyn?
2: Okay, shall I start the PSA? You go for it. <laughs> all right, here it is. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Caroline, and, I, and I'm sorry, I have to start over. Um, hi, my name is Caroline, and my children are two of the 15 million Americans with life-threatening food allergies. I am asking you to be part of my village and help me keep all people with food allergies safe and alive by taking this disease seriously. Food allergies are potentially fatal, Invisible, and almost impossible to guess who will strike next. We can save lives by listening, learning, and asking questions of those affected by it. Please join me in keeping all people with life threatening food allergies safe and alive. Thank you. Thank you for that, Caroline. Uh, again, this is Ms. Ward with Dollars uh, for Anaphylaxis. And so far, I want to thank all of the kids that have joined us for this In the Eyes of a Child Real Kids Living with Food Allergies podcast in honor of Love Remembers Day. So right now we're going to go right back on over to Cyrus so we can finish out with some more questions, and we can really make people understand what it's like in the eyes of a child living with food allergic disease. Take it away, Cyrus.
3: All right. We're just going to jump right back into another question for Walter Mitty. And this is: Do you ever have a hard time explaining um, to people that you have food allergies, or telling people that you have food allergies? like, give example if if that's true.
4: Um, not too much. Um, I just normally I just um tell them it when it comes up. Uh, normally around lunchtime, uh, they tend to find out pretty quickly around me, though. Um, especially if I'm eating them at some public place. So, not really.
3: All right. Well good for you. That's awesome. How many people can say that?
1: Um, I have to say yes because like a lot of times people ask you, why you uh, sorry. Like, um, the other day, for example, this kid I was like, Oh, I asked to use. and this kid was like, Why? I was like, I don't know And he was like, Why? And I was like, I don't know and he kept asking me but obviously I don't know why I have those.
5: It just happens. Yeah, sometimes um, my sister doesn't is just kind of sitting out um, and open, and she doesn't immediately explain things. And like I'm telling you, she is really annoyed when I do this. I like go up to like the adults or officials of um, the place that we're eating at, and I like say, "Okay." Can you keep these people over there? These people over there, and make sure that we have this right here because she's allergic to this, or whatever. To this, 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 and she like kind of averts her eyes and like making um, like the don't do it or whatever, and stop being annoying, big brother thing or whatever. But I I said I I love her.
3: Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Like that's a big deal. Um, I know for me, I'm I've. Uh, I've gotten much better at just telling everyone. Like, now it's to the point where it's kind of subconscious that I just tell everyone I have food allergies. But before, it would be, like, it'd be kind of uncomfortable. Like, oh, how am I going to tell this person that, like, the food that they baked, I can't actually eat it because I have food allergies. Like, even sometimes now, if I go to, like, someone, like, new's house and they've, like, made food or whatever, and I have to, like, politely decline it like, I'm sorry, I have food allergies, It's not that I don't trust you, but I really just don't know what ingredients you use, but, like, if there's cross contact. All right. um, Here we go. All right, here's a really good question, actually, and this is for um, Superman. Do you ever find, like, family members having a hard time understanding food allergies? Like, not, like, mom and dad, or, like, sister, brother, but, like, aunt, uncle, grandparents, a cousin like, more extended relatives?
0: Um, yeah, sometimes. Like, sometimes, Um. like, during Thanksgiving, we'll have a family dinner, or just, like, any other night, we'll have a family dinner with my grandparents. And, um, they'll all... We're Italian, so they're all... They will always make, like, uh, some Italian dinner, like, pasta or something. And they're always like, oh, no, 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 this pasta is fine. There's no wheat in it. There's no peanuts in it. We swear, we promise. And then we look in the ingredients, and it's like manufactured in the peanut facility, um, has gluten. And I don't know. They need to read. They just automatically think that some adults do this too, not just my family. They automatically think that it's safe, but they don't read the ingredients. They just think. Uh, my grandmother.
1: Like, she has candy sometimes. She goes, oh, do you want one? And they're just in wrappers. So I don't know what the um, what's in them. So I can't have them. And um, like, I was allergic to mo- malt- I, I am, like, there's certain things. Like, there's one thing I used to be allergic to. It was, like, tomatoes. Oh, yeah, it was tomatoes. And my grandmother, like, sometimes she'll go, like, oh, a ketchup. I'm like, I'm eat it. And she's like, oh, no, you can't have that. That have tomatoes in it. I'm like, I'm not wasting to tomatoes
3: anymore. And every time I go to her house, she always asks me that. <laughs> yeah. I feel a feeling some of my family members, like aunts and uncles and those guys, um, it's the same thing, like, oh, this food's safe, there's nothing in it, and you check the label, or do you look at what they put in it, and sure enough, it's like sesame seeds or peanuts or whatever it is. And um, I think some of them it's just hard to understand because they don't, like, deal with it on a day-to-day basis.
1: Isn't it? I always have a question. Actually, isn't it like the worst when um one of your family members like asks you, can you have this? And then you're like, yes, and like, are you sure? And yes. And then they call your parents just to make sure. And you know they're doing it because they care about you, but isn't it kind of annoying?
2: It is. Yeah. It
1: happens yeah. all the time. It's mm-hmm. like okay, um, I know it, but I know, but I know that they're trying to like make sure that we're safe, though. And like they, they like always try to like make special things so my sister can have it and, like, make sure that she can be included with the food that they make, and they, like, make it with my mom to make sure that it's okay for her, which is really good and nice that they my grandparents do that. Yeah, I, I'm like, you can trust me, I wouldn't want to make myself sick, they're like, because cause I don't want to get you sick. I, I have them, and then they call, and then she says yes, I'm like, okay, I was just checking. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: So- Thanks for sharing. Um, all right, I've got a question for Xavier. And this is like how how do you help keep your sibling uh safe when you go out places like to eat or like a party or event or something like that? Um,
5: well like, I kinda gradually and steadily like explained this over over like the course of this um podcast. I'm to like collectively put it together and um say how I do it. Well, um, first, I make sure there's, like, um, a good table. Make sure we get the napkins, the wipes, make sure that the waiters um, that are there, make sure, like, they, they get their rags and stuff and start with, wiping the tables. And then, we know, um, make sure that my sister has washed her hands, make sure we all wash our hands before we start eating because we don't know what we just touched. Or, like, uh, sometimes we go to the grocery store and we get a cart, and they have wipes at the time. So we get a wipe, and, like, it's not just the handles that we wipe. We wipe the entire cart, so like the under part like the part, the um under part of the basket <laughs> has to be wiped just so that we can make sure everything is safe. My mom still trying to chill out though, um but I just kind of go overboard with it
3: thank you, thanks for doing all that and keeping your sister safe, and then just anyone else can chime in but like. Um, with food allergies or with siblings again, so like same question, but with food allergies, when you're going places, like what precautions do you take? Like, do you bring like um well, obviously you're, I hope you bring um, like EpiPens and OBQs and all that, but do you also bring like a bag of wipes to like wipe stuff down or do you bring yeah. any other things?
1: Yeah, um, well, my sister, I like, I think I annoy her a lot, but I'm always like, I want to make sure that she has an EpiPen with her, so I'm like, oh, well, make sure you have your EpiPen. Jillian, where, where is your Epi? And stuff like that. And, yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, wow. I, I really know that exactly. My sister, um, she also has food allergies, and so do I. Um, but she is more of the forgetful type, and so when we are going out the door, I was remind her, do you have your EpiPen? Do you have your inhaler? Do you have all this stuff? And nine times out of ten she does, but it's the tenth time that she forgets it. It really helps out. Anyone else want to chime in? Uh,
1: Well, sometimes I'm actually younger (laughs) than my sibling, but I have less food allergies than him. So, like, when we go to a mm-hmm. cafe we normally uh I take the seat that has the that's so like I normally take the seat that's either like closer to the parts that might not be safe. Mm-hmm.
3: Thank you. Okay. Here's a question for um, this Cinderella, what do you suggest like to other kids like, with food allergies on ways they can improve like being safe when they go out places, like what are ways they can help like prevent things from happening?
1: Well, I want them to try to speak up for themselves more. So. Like, I could help them, and I could stick up for them, too. Because if they don't stick up for themselves, then it's hard for me to do it, because it's, like, going against what they love. And I want them to make sure that they have their EpiPens and, like, make sure that they're safe. Right.
3: right. Thank you. And then um, here's another question for Walter Mitty, and then I I really hope if everyone can... uh, touch on this one a little bit. What do you think about, like, when shows make jokes about food allergies, like, someone eating, like, a peanut, and then they, like, balloon up, and I mean, like, literally become, like, a balloon, and it's, like, very, like, comedic?
1: I think it's very stereotypical. Right. I think it's very stereotypical because it doesn't happen to everybody. Mm
3: -hmm. And, like, Do you think, like, it's kind of um, an unfair representation just because it makes it seem so, like, lighthearted and not, like, deadly or serious? Definitely. Right. And then anyone else want to share thoughts on that? Because that's that's been, like, a pretty big thing uh, these days, like, more and more people kind of making, like, jokes about it.
1: Yeah, it's not funny when people try to make jokes about it because it's not something to joke around with. It's serious, and, like, they could, I'm just, like, they could say whatever they want about me,
5: but I don't want them to say something about my sibling. hmm Like, um, really? especially when they have, like, the big giant over-the-top thing, like, their ear swells up, or, like, their face is purple and, like, humongous, like, they act like there's one little thing for this, and act like that only a couple people in the world have it, no matter, like, really weird if they do, like, um... I don't know. I bet a couple of you guys know the show iCarly that was on a couple years ago. We um, there was one episode in particular. Um, their this um this, their cousins the Durslets or whatever were invited over and they were allergic to a lot of stuff. Um, so they like they made them look really weird and they were all awkward. Like um when they were cooking the food, it looked it looked I don't it's like a smoothie in a bowl and like they were they had it in a spoon and it tasted like I guess, by the way, the characters' reactions were, it tasted, like, super disgusting. And they all look really weird and very, like, different and, like, very out of the ordinary. Like, they wouldn't be regular people in the world. Like, it's rude. Like, they wouldn't do that with other diseases. Like, if somebody had cancer, they wouldn't act like somebody was super weird because they had cancer. So why would you do that to food allergies? Food allergies is still a life-threatening disease. It happens every single day that somebody dies. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not not every day. I mean, like, it happens often enough that it's a problem.
3: Yeah, it's a serious issue, and a lot of people, I think, take it for granted because um, I always point this out. We look like normal people. Like, if you saw us walking on the street, you wouldn't say, oh, that guy clearly has food allergies because of the way he looks. No, we look exactly like everyone else. It's just, like, what's under us that makes us completely different. But it's just a lot of people take it for granted, especially these shows – they like to take advantage of anything that they can. And if they have something like this, like food allergies, it's relatively new and people don't know a lot about it. Like, they're just going to use it as a joke. And I think it's because a lot of them just aren't um, educated enough and they just really don't understand, like, the actual scope of how many people have food allergies and how many people have died because of food allergies. Um. All right. So next question for um, Walter and how do your friends support you, like, with you having food allergies? Like, do they do uh, anything special?
4: Well, yes. My friends do support me with my food allergies. Like, um, I don't know. Like, uh, they always sit with me at my nut-free table at lunchtime, and um, they're always really supportive of me when I can't eat a certain food. They understand why that is. And they... Uh, they're just always very supportive of, supportive of me in general. Um, they're very nice people.
5: And they
4: never uh, Yeah, and
1: uh, every time, like, one of my friends knows that he has eggs in his lunch, he's like, oh, uh, dude, I'm going to sit away from you t- for today, don't take it as an uh, offensive or anything it suggests that i have the eggs in my lunch
3: that's very nice of them actually yeah i know um i have a friend we don't go to school together anymore but every time like he would sit with me and like someone would come and sit down and they have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that he'd say like okay i really don't want to like be rude to you or anything, but you need to like move away because he's allergic to uh, peanuts, and it really is dangerous if you sit here. And nine out other 10 they're very receptive, so it was really nice. It was just nice with him.
4: Yeah, my friends have really become a lot uh, more knowledgeable recently um, with me around them. They're always very conscious of what's in their food, um, especially when they're around me. Um, so that's kind of my legacy, I guess, at my school. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends, if
0: they um if they bring like peanut butter or something, some of them will move away because they don't want me like everyone else. They don't want me getting um, sick or anything. But most of them, they don't want me feeling bad that I can't eat something, so they just won't eat it.
3: Mhm. Yeah.
0: Sometimes,
1: like if we ever go to a restaurant that's like safe. They- for my sister to go to. My sister's friends, instead of ordering something that she can't have, they say, oh, I want to order whatever my sister is having, and they want to make sure that they're okay. My sister's okay, and they're really supportive and want to make sure that, like, they don't have something that they can't have. Yeah. All
3: right, and this one, this next question is going to be for Xavier, and this is from, like, sibling's perspective. What scares you about your sister's food allergies? Like, what's one thing that like just kind of scares you? Like cross contact, someone not knowing.
5: Um, yeah. Probably that I, um that I might do something that could that could harm her. That I might mess up or um so, or I'm not watching carefully enough, and somebody, I guess you could say, in the background does something that makes the situation potentially harmful.
1: Sometimes I get nervous, like thinking about like if something happened that like I get nervous to make sure like I want to make sure that I'm comfortable using the EpiPen, and, because I don't want to like I'm scared that I won't be able to like actually give it to her the right way.
3: Right. I, I, uh, thanks, for You can. Go go. You can. And go.
1: Then, <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, and for everyone with food allergies, like what what scares you having food allergies?
1: Um, I have to say, like one day if my like one day if my mom weren't to be home and I for somehow had a allergic reaction, and my brother had to administer it to me, or if I was by myself or if I was at school, I would be scared. Or if I had to give it to myself.
3: Yeah. Pretty scary thing.
1: Well, I'm uh, always scared uh, that when my mom goes shopping that she didn't check the ingredients. Well, but now I'm actually pretty confident of my mom's checking of ingredients because uh, after uh, like a lot of times, uh, my mom finds that. Sometimes uh, my grandma accidentally buys something that isn't safe for me, and she always finds it in an instant. And, uh, well, uh, there's also a funny story about shopping. Once my mom found uh, there was this, like, special broth or something, and it said, like, cabbage. Beets uh, and it had a list of ingredients and then it but it didn't have a full list of ingredients. It just ended with etc. It had etc. There it just ended the ingredients and it said etc. And my mom was so angry.
3: I don't think I've ever seen that before. That's crazy.
1: I know. <laughs> Definitely want to call them
3: mom. Um, okay, so next question for Samuel. Um, what do you want, like, uh, food manufacturers to know, like, of how they can help with food allergies? So, like, labeling better, obviously, as we just heard. Um, but, like, what else can they do to help out? Like, maybe, like, in Canada, for instance, they have 11 major allergens instead of our eight. So, when it comes to candy and stuff, when they produce candies with nuts, like Kit Kat bars and stuff like that don't have nuts. They actually use separate factories. So what would you want the food manufacturers here to know?
5: Uh,
1: I think uh, that they uh, also maybe should have, like, different uh, factories. I know that there is a, if you want to try, there is a company that we like a lot that sells, like, this, uh, you know, how there is Nutella? Well, there's actually, it's it's, well, it's not exactly Nutella, but it's still, it doesn't have any nuts. It's called, the company that makes it, it's called Don't Go Nuts, and it makes a lot of good products that we, that my family buys a lot, and uh, yeah
3: hmm yeah. And then what does everyone else think about that? Like, how can food manufacturers help? Like, should they just start using different lines for everything? Should they... Um, I know So Delicious, um, or, yeah, I, th- I think that's what they're called. Um, they test all of their equipment, I think, like, hourly when they switch to, like, a nut product or a non-nut product.
0: I wish that they, um like... On the label, sometimes it will say if it has peanuts or if it has, um, like, tree nuts in it. But it doesn't say if it's manufactured in a facility, so you can never trust it completely because you don't know if it was made in a facility. So I wish they would say it's not made in a a facility or it is made in a facility instead of having nothing. And I also wish that things that, like, have – like, I'm allergic to wheat, so – Things that have wheat in it, they're always manufactured in a peanut or trina facility so so I can't have it and I wish that they they just made different things in different facilities so that I could have more food
1: i I think yeah. like one, I think they should stop using you know like you'll see boxes like applesauce and a little gluten free or whatever
3: mm-hmm.
1: because you already know it doesn't have wheat in it or
5: gluten I think
3: that's really dumb, yeah, some of the read labeling.
5: I think they should probably stop like put down they should make it more simple to um to read the ingredients on the box. Because I mean when you're reading stuff like um magnesium sulfite or ferric or phosphate or something like that, I have no idea what that means. So how am I supposed to know if this person's allergic to what this is I don't know what it means. So like like you need to stop making things so complicated. Maybe use actual ingredients rather than (laughs) manufacture or something, or preservatives or whatever. Put something yeah. that you actually know what it is, something that people eat on a regular, rather than having to have all these complicated ingredients. So it's, like, potentially dangerous for people's health.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes they use, like, more scientific names for some things, and it's just it's really stupid. But um, <laughs> Also, I think um, what would help, just, just kind of putting in my own input would be, like, increasing our uh, major allergen list because I'm allergic to sesame seed, and in Canada, that is a major allergen. In the U.S., it's not. So when it comes to buying anything that's, like, baked or bread or something like that, I I really have to call the companies and ask them because they aren't legally obligated to put that it was in the same facility. That's no fun. Um. well if anyone else? have any input on that, I'll just go to um, a new question. Okay, well, new question then. So this one is going to be for um, Skylar. What do you think, like, teachers should become more aware about in handling food allergies? Because I know I've had teachers that have handled food allergies amazing and they're just phenomenal. And I've also had teachers who don't know much about food allergies and don't handle them very well. Like, what do you think teachers can do to improve?
1: I think, like, I'm mean, not saying this for all cases, but, like, if a teacher has another ethnicity, ethnicity, and um, they're like, hey, I want to give out candy, but if it's that, if you can't read it, then you don't know what's in it, so you feel excluded. Like, mm. Spanish, or Chinese, or Japanese, or French, or anything like that.
3: Yeah. It's definitely been a problem um, just kind of all across the board with some teachers. They just they don't really understand it, and, like, they'll give out candy or they'll have parties and stuff like that, and kids will get excluded because they just they, they don't know and they don't really think to ask about it. I know um, from my own personal experience, I think the thing that teachers need to work on the most is when they have a student that they know has food allergies, they need to talk to them, and they need to be like, okay. so how can I help you out? Or talk to their parents, like, what can I do to help keep your child safe? Because I, I think one of the big things is they just don't know.
1: I also think, like, if there's something you're allergic to, like, cho- if you're allergic to chocolate or anything, or milk or, like, put in chocolate, if a teacher gives it out, and you can't, like, it for example, and you can't have it, so, like, if teacher's like, oh, I'll bring you something tomorrow, and if they forget, then, it's, like, yeah, and then I think they can just stop making kids feel like it's their fault. Mm -hmm. they didn't ask for this
3: yeah I think that's one of the big things Um, that's a huge problem is a lot of the people these days they think that we choose to have allergies they think that we're born and we're like oh okay guess what I'm going to have food allergies and I'm not going to eat any of this stuff
1: this girl I was at school and I was like she had Takis and they have eggs in them so I can't have them so she was like um, this girl was like hey you want some Takis because it was a table we are sitting at and I was like oh no I'm allergic and this girl was like no you just don't want to eat them
3: I was
1: like, no, I'm actually allergic. She was like, oh,
3: okay. I do how how that all goes. Like,
1: people say, I'm allergic to something if they don't want to eat something a
3: lot. Yeah.
1: I think that's annoying.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, Another question for Cinderella. How do you feel when um, someone, like an adult, actually an adult, (laughs) is um, resisting, like dealing with your sibling's food allergies? Like, they're saying, like, oh, no, you don't have food allergies. Like, it's all in your head, stuff like that. Like, how do you deal with that?
1: Well, I feel really hurt, and I don't know what to think, because you think that you, like, can trust them, and you want it, you want them to understand what it's like, and you want them to, like, know how to deal with food allergies and, like, what you're supposed to do, but they just don't understand, and, you, and I get upset that they don't know what, like, how to... Like, keep
2: people
3: safe with them. That's hard. Um, Anyone else want to chime in on that note? Um, Just, like, if someone's refusing you, or not refusing, but resisting your food allergies and, like, treating them as if they don't exist or anything like that, like, how does that make you feel? Like, what do you do to, like, combat that? Like, do you say, like, no, you're being, like, mean to me or whatever? Like, well, what do you do? Anyone I
0: feel hurt when someone says that and when someone says that to me, I just try to ignore it as best I can. I just say, I'm allergic to that. Please stop. But if they keep going saying, oh, you're, you're not allergic to it. You just don't like eating it. And you're just saying that because you don't want to eat it or blah, 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 whatever. I always just say, um, to stop. And if they keep saying it, I'll just ignore them. Um, I have a question.
3: <clears throat> yeah.
0: Go ahead. Um, do you ever feel
1: guilty about anything?
3: Do I ever feel guilty about, like, having I food allergies? Or?
1: For your parents that, because, like, of all the things, like, they had to get special food for you because of the, like, how, I don't know, because of natural or whatever, it's more expensive than, regular. nothing is not regular, but, like, Yeah,
3: the simple answer to your question, yes. But um, more complex, like, yeah, I do feel guilty at times. Um, Like, of all the strain that, like, I put through my parents, I'm sure everyone feels that a little bit, because it it really is, like, a, a big, stressful thing. It's not like it's just one little thing that, okay, there's a simple fix. But no, your parents, like, they have to read all the labels. Because up until the time I was about probably five, my list of stuff I was allergic to, was probably as long as my arm and it was just it was unreal all the stuff that they had to do and all the hoops they jumped through like for instance still i live in nevada but um i still see my food in california and that's like how we um just have to deal with it and then at school it's the same thing i even feel guilt there like when um people have to con like conform around me like it's really stupid because people should um try and like help us out but it, it, you still you still feel it. You still feel that people are like, oh, I've got to go out of my way to help this guy. But I think the the best way to like get around that feeling is you just have to think, now I'm a human just like everyone else, and I have my basic needs. And one of my needs is to stay alive. And you can't you can't tell me like, um, it's too hard to keep you alive, so I'm just gonna not.
5: Yeah, you know, I hate um how they have to like I like um all these companies make like all natural things, so expensive, like like the people are poisoning our bodies, and you say that you're like trying to help us um oh, that I've said that wrong um mm-hmm. like these are brands mm-hmm. that um, wanna give you more healthy whole foods um to like help you, but they but they um keep on going up in price, and everything doesn't make sense,
3: right. Alright, one last question. This last question is, what's the one last thing anyone can answer all at once, just free for all. Um, What's the last thing you want, like a parent, teacher, community, or anyone to know about food allergies? Like, what's just one last thing that you want to say?
1: Not to make jokes about it. They're not funny. Because it really hurts. That that they're really dangerous and that, you know, you shouldn't just pretend that it's not there. Just, you know, don't really reject it. Just, I mean, you don't have to reject it. You can just live with it. And I think that If we can live with it, why, I think other people should also be able to live with
4: it.
5: Um, uh,
4: So one of my things I would love to get rid of is what um,
1: he just said before me, and some people would stop feeling so sorry. They're like, you
4: have any, oh, I feel so sorry for you how do you stay alive? It must be so hard. Oh, no. How how do you do it all? I'd just like to get rid of that.
3: Yeah.
1: I I just want to make, like, I just want people to be educated about it so they know, like, what really goes on, and I want them to understand why it's a big deal because if they don't understand, then they're not going to care. Yeah. That's, like, what... Like, it's just, um, people say, like, you can't live without that It's just food. Like, it's not, like, if it was eggs and then you can mm-hmm. eat other things. Um, oh yeah. I'm not just defined by the food
0: I eat, it's defined by my personality.
3: Exactly. So, I, will, I wish uh, that more
0: people were aware and educated about um, food allergies instead of just judging right away, I just think people are more aware.
3: I agree. That's very true. All right, well, if there's no last-minute remarks, I think we're at the end of our show. And I'd just like to, once again, thank everyone for coming. Thank you all for your input and your stories. They're really great. And the more people that we can help, um, like, teach, the more people we can teach about what it's like to be on the other side, the better. Thank you, everyone
2: thank you everyone i really appreciate you all sharing your real stories about your real lives and all the things that affect you having uh, living with the food allergic disease i want to thank uh, cyrus for moderating and i want to thank Caroline, our grateful foodie, for coming on and giving us our information about food allergies. And just so that everyone remembers, each and every day around the world, people are in emergency rooms because of food allergic emergencies. And this is something that we live with. We live with as parents. We live with as adults who have it. We live with as children that we are trying to keep safe in our food allergic journey. It's not a joke. This is a real-life disease that we're dealing with. And we are doing this, again, in support of Love Remembers Day, which is March 28th through the 29th, 2015. And you can find out more information about Love Remembers Day on flowersforanaphylaxis.com. Thanks, everybody.
0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly
1: Auto Parts